Hello, hello friends. Welcome to the Smoke Show Pod. I am one of your hosts, Joelle. And I'm your other host, Paula. And this podcast is all about perception and attractiveness. How you perceive yourself, how other people perceive you, and how you think other people perceive you. Yeah, so this podcast came about just by having conversations with our friends. Um, We were all actually in a group chat with some people we studied abroad with. And the topic of how we thought other people perceived us and how that made us move throughout college came up and that led to some really interesting conversations. So we wanted to continue that conversation on this podcast. And just to give you a little bit of background on who we are to contextualize everything, uh, we both went to college together. We went to Dartmouth in the East Coast together and uh, both come from relatively different backgrounds and are pretty Mm -hmm. different people, I would say. Yeah, I think I'd say we're very different people. (laughs) (laughs) So I grew up in the Bay Area and went to Dartmouth and after decided to pursue a career in entertainment, I'm a content creator pursuing some hosting as well, but also I'm currently working as a talent assistant at an agency, which is a whole other thing. (laughs) Um, And I grew up in Maryland where um, I ended up going to Dartmouth with Joelle. We actually met in our first class ever called Import Taste. Um, Oh yeah. But now I work in market research for kind of a big tech company. Um, And now we're roommates here in LA. In Los Angeles, living the dream. Oh yeah. (laughs) So as Paula said, a lot of this came around because we're in such pivotal points in life where a lot of people are trying to figure out who they are mm-hmm. and how they want to present themselves to the world. We're outside of the constraints of college and the same titles and clubs or whatever it is that you were doing um, in a more organized sense. And we're literally just floating yeah. and um, trying to figure out. It. Exactly. So uh, to give you a little taste throughout this podcast, we will be going through a lot of different tropes, a little, many different avenues that people mm-hmm. use to define themselves and their identities. And we're going to be breaking that all down. Yeah, we're going to have some really fun guests come in. Um, that's what I'm most excited about is to hear other people's perspective. Oh, yeah. Because I feel like even just in getting this podcast kind of organizing together, we started having these conversations and people's answers are always fascinating and surprising. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, and we hope that in hearing other people go through these conversations and deep dive and soul search a little bit, it prompts some interesting questions for you and perhaps your friend group as well. So to get started for our first inaugural episode, it would only be appropriate for Paula and I to ask each other about ourselves. So Paula, in your own way of defining it, how would you rate yourself on a scale from one to 10? Um, on a scale of one to 10. Okay. So everyone thinks that there are seven. So I feel like, (laughs) wait, why is that? Do you think? Um, good question. Why does everyone think that there are seven? I think most people have a healthy amount of Mm self-esteem. So they're going to put themselves above five. That's bold of you to assume people have a healthy amount of (laughs) self-esteem. Or I think most people do, or at least want to project that. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, True. Um, no one likes someone who isn't confident. Yeah. So. Um, I think that most people say seven because a that wanting to project confidence and also, um, I don't know. I think that like, if you were to say like, oh, I'm an eight, nine, 10, that's like, really people hot. are like, oh, like, like, are, like back right. that up, you like, know, yeah, <laughs> like calm, calm down with that. Um, so I think that seven just feels like a good number. So do you think that you would call yourself a seven? Um, I would say that I'm a seven, but I feel like we, 
for the purposes of this podcast, I won't label myself a seven because it kind of feels like a cop out. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm going to bump myself up to an eight. <laughs> um, I would say a nine. Oh. But I'm feeling I'm feeling sick today. I'm not really feeling myself. Mm. We all feel a little bit off sometimes. Mm-hmm. Um, but no, I also think it's interesting. Well, how I perceive myself, I would give myself an eight. I think I have myself together. Mm-hmm. Um, careers in line, life's in line. I think I just like myself as a person. Yeah. Um, and I see what some of these other people look like. So <laughs> definitely look better <laughs> than that. Um, so I think eight feels good in terms of how other people perceive me. Um, I think that that's a much harder question to answer. And once again, I want to say a seven, but... Mm. That's, I feel like that's okay if you can explain why seven, not six, not eight. Why do you think people see you as a seven? I think, which is, this is another topic we're going to get into more in this podcast, but I think hierarchy of desire, being a black woman, not at the top. Sorry. I think I'm the baddest bitch alive, societally. <laughs> maybe as you should. Agree. Mm. Um, I also feel like I'm very much a type. I feel like we've talked about this, but, mm-hmm. like, guys are either want nothing to do with me or they're hyper-obsessed <laughs> with me. Like, there's never, like, the normal middle ground. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think with that, it's, like, I'm either your type or you're not, which mm-hmm. is, like... So it averages out. Yeah, mm-hmm. got to average it out. Mm-hmm. Um, but, no, I think I look good. Do you think you... Based off of those answers, do you think that you naturally rate yourself with the male gaze in mind of, like, a romantic partner? Because you'd say, like, oh, guys, either interested in me or not interested in me romantically, presumably, from that context. That's a really good question, and I definitely think that that ties into the answer. Like, it's feedback. Mm -hmm. If you think one way of yourself, does society confirm that feeling? Um, So I definitely think that that absolutely ties into it, but I don't think that that's, like, the only standard. And I also feel like the way that women and men perceive me are very different. Mm. Like, bitches love me. (laughs) (laughs) That's like, I'm not kidding. Uh, So how does that change your answer? Um, Or does it? I think that, like we're saying, like, this is like an averages thing. So I think it just pushes the average a little bit higher. Mm -hmm. Mm Mm-hmm. So almost like from a male romantic partner in like societal way, it pushes your number down. But then when you think about women and your relationships with other women, it bumps it up. Interesting. I wouldn't say that it pushes it down. I wouldn't say that it pushes it down. I think um that's a really good question, Joelle. <laughs> um I don't yeah, I don't think that it necessarily pushes it down. I just think that women have a much stronger reaction to me than men do. Mm, mm-hmm, um mm-hmm. so maybe it's women bumping bumping me it up. up. Love that. Yeah. Yeah. No, yeah. that makes that makes a lot of sense. Yeah. But that's a good question. What do I use on my scale of reference? Um, I hate a bum. So, <laughs> like, where are you in terms of jobs, in terms of career? Mm-hmm. Do you, like, face symmetry, I realize, is really important to me. Face symmetry? Yeah. Oh, like, on a physical level, just, like, can I fold your face in half and the two sides yeah, will match up? up? <laughs> no, it's, like, one of those subconscious things that mm-hmm. I realize, like, everyone I think is attractive has a very symmetrical. Oh, wow. Face, which is biological. That is biological. Yeah. So there are all those TikTok filters that are like, how symmetrical is your face? Um, But yeah. Interesting. I think it's like, do I? And also, like, another thing is we have very different types. So Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. we can talk about that on another podcast. Stay tuned. Oh, yeah. Um, So, Joel, now I'm going to pose a question to you. How hot do you think you are? One to ten. How hot do you think I am? How hot do you think you are? On a scale of one to ten. Oh, my gosh. Well, that changes the whole game up because how do I define hotness? versus any other type of attractiveness or desirability Mm -hmm. 
Honestly, if we're talking about hot versus just like generally likable, I feel like I'm a. I'm gonna say a six. <laughs> Interesting. Wait, 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 wait. Why does hotness versus general likability are two? Because <laughs> to me, those mean two different things. If I'm thinking about myself as being like hot, okay. The context that I see that most used in is like a physical sense, okay, and as well as like that, like. It girl, oh. like desirable, yeah. um, IG baddie, 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 or like manic pixie dream girl, like those those styles of desirable. Wait, 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 wait. So you think the manic pixie dream girl is hot? Because I and, don't in, a, in her own way, the, the trope. I feel like it's like a ooh, like the whole like je ne sais quoi type I feel of like hot, it's quirky, weird, cute. Oh really? Yeah. Oh, I always I always associated it with being like kind of hot but you don't really mean to be hot type of thing uh, yeah quirky weird cute <laughs> which is not what i go for that's like not on my scale so i think that's interesting oh, that's so that's interesting on your scale yeah it is we learn so much about ourselves defining these questions yeah um but i feel like the reason that um my answer differs so much between you know rating myself on a scale of hotness versus like I said, general likability is because I don't really choose to present myself as hot. Like, I don't mm. really prioritize that or think about it. If anything, as a self-defense mechanism oh my God. and, like, physical safety, navigating the world as an Asian woman, I'd rather not be perceived as hot almost. Interesting. Which uh, is a whole other thing we can get into. Yeah. But, um, I, like, honestly feel safer and more comfortable when I'm perceived as, like, one of the guys like in my sweats and baggy t-shirt like Got i don't it. really want to be like presented or like perceived as hot i think because i've been taught so long that like when men or other people are like oh like she's hot it feels a little like objectifying it doesn't yeah. feel like the whole person is taken into account yeah like someone can be hot but you don't necessarily respect them or okay. think highly of their intelligence or their character if that makes sense. Yeah. And that's not necessarily true. You could be hot and have a great personality and all of that. Right. But I feel like I've been so taught to think that way. Versus if I think about myself on the scale of, you know, would I be friends with myself? I rate myself pretty high up there. Okay. An eight, 8.5. Yeah. But that's just because those are two completely different scales in my head, you know? Okay. Oh, I guess I asked you the wrong question. I should have asked you how attractive do you think you are? <laughs> that, but yeah, that... that a fascinating answer. That's when I... Yeah, I would say I bumped myself up to like a 8.5. I Whoa. feel pretty good about myself. Okay. I feel like I've asked you this question a million times <laughs> and I've never gotten that response. So I'm like kind of reeling right now. Oh. Wait, Joel, that's so interesting. You don't think you're hot? I think you're hot. Oh my gosh, thanks, Paula. I think I like actively avoid it and it's something I feel very uncomfortable with. Interesting. Which I think I need to go to therapy about and like figure out. I don't think that's super healthy yeah. how, I, how I think. I mean, um, I don't know. The world is scary and it's dangerous, but I didn't, so I didn't realize how much that plays into the way you want to be perceived. Yeah. I think I, this is something I've slowly learned about myself, yeah. like, especially out of college, um, not necessarily feeling like safer or in, um, yeah, not necessarily feeling like I'm in a safe environment all the time. I don't really like being, uh, 
looked at that much, which makes zero sense for someone being, you know, putting themselves on the internet a lot as yeah. a content creator. <laughs> but I was looking through my Instagram and just yeah. seeing like what I choose as a thumbnails, the types of photos I choose to post. And they are all like goofy, relatable, yeah. not aspirational. Like you want to look at it aesthetically necessarily. And I feel like that has to do with my just like desire to be more perceived as like a friendly neutral presence rather yeah. than something like super aspirational or something super desirable from like a male perspective okay that's very interesting especially because so much of your content is food so yeah friendly relatable yeah exactly everyone's got to eat you know and yeah. people aren't necessarily looking super hot while they're eating i mean i guess it depends on what they're eating <laughs> but you know <laughs> okay i have another question for you you said that this all happened post-college do you feel like this was shaped because of the whole stop asian hate hashtag punch an asian challenge honestly yes i think okay. that I think in college, and I'd be curious to hear your perspective about this too, like yeah. in college, I definitely enjoyed being perceived as hot more or like wanting to be looked at a little more. And I think mm -hmm. that was due to the environment we were in. Paul and I were both in the same very, very white sorority. We loved it. We loved each other. We had some good friends. We had some people we don't keep in touch with at yeah. all as, as college goes. <laughs> um, but because that was like the vibe of the whole sorority, I was like, yeah, yeah, I'll put on like a tube top, a tight skirt. And I didn't feel unsafe also because yeah. our college was full of familiar faces. Yeah, it was a very small school, so mm -hmm. you wouldn't see anyone new going out. Yeah, so I didn't feel like I was putting myself at risk by being, by presenting myself as like more physically attractive in that way. Yeah. But then yeah. we graduated, pandemic hit, in my hometown, Asians were getting punched on the bus. Um, and also just like the, like hearing so many stories of like sexual assault and whatever, yeah. particularly in, you know, in conjunction with how Asian women are commonly fetishized. I was like, maybe I need to distance myself from this. And it was totally subconscious because I don't subscribe to the idea that like, you know, what you wear means you're asking for it. Yeah. But at the same time, I think more subconsciously, I was like, Mm, yeah. maybe I don't want to be seen yeah, this like, way. Avoid the attention at mm -hmm, all. Mm -hmm. um, also, I think going back to what you're saying about college, you were like aggressively in a relationship six years straight. <laughs> um, yeah. Do you feel like everyone like knew that you were in a relationship? Mm -hmm. Do you feel like you, um, I guess from versus freshman year versus getting into the relationship sophomore year, do you feel like there was a difference in the way that you dressed? And do you feel like being in a relationship empowered you more or less hmm. to dress or act more hot girlish? <laughs> That's so funny. I actually don't think my relationship impacted it at all. Okay. It was all starting to go out more while being in a sorority. Because freshman year, I never went out. I was just hanging out with my Christian group and my <laughs> and my uh, and my dance group, and we would literally hang out and drink smoothies late at night oh and. My God play card games or whatever it was like i was just not out there yeah and then once rushing which coincided with the starting of my relationship yeah. sophomore year i started being in a completely different social group okay um so yeah my relationship really didn't impact it at all if anything i tell my boyfriend that he gets zero say in what i wear unless it's a compliment i'll mm. take a compliment i will not take <laughs> no criticism like unless it's specifically asked constructive criticism like okay is this skirt see-through? Oh, I won't wear it. <laughs> yeah. Okay. I don't know. What about you? Moving from a very white, party-heavy environment yeah. to now LA, where, I mean, 
you go out, but not that much. Not th- I'm you working know. on it. Like, how would you say? <laughs> we always say that. We always say that. <laughs> how would you say that impacts how you choose to present yourself or like how your perception of yourself and presentation of yourself has changed over time? I feel like I've only lived here for like, what, four months. So it's mm-hmm. hard for me to say if it's changed my perception of myself over time. What I will say I think about more here is because you have to Uber everywhere and I've already had some dicey experiences with Mm. Uber drivers, I always like think, is this an outfit I want to get into an Uber with? (gasps) Interesting. Yeah. Do I want to put a sweatshirt over this? Mm. What does that look like if I have to carry this sweatshirt while I'm out? Right. Um, But yeah, I think that it's still too early to say like Mm how LA has transformed my perception of self i don't know maybe in the next podcast episode i'll be here with a face full of filler i don't know (laughs) um but we'll talk about that as the podcast yeah awesome well i don't want to get us too off track i know that before before we move on i know i need to uh, back up my answer and explain how my perception of general attractiveness of myself differs from how I think other people would rate me. Right. On the scale from one to ten. So. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Okay. So since we're on the since we're on the attractiveness scale, not the yeah. hotness scale, my answer was an eight point five. But I always tell Paulo when we have this conversation. I like definitely give myself a, a, a solid seven in terms of how I think other people will perceive me, which is funny because we both did it. Yeah. Because I feel like neither of us really want to um, assume that other people find us particularly desirable. Yeah. But they're also not thinking horrible things about us necessarily all the yeah. time. Um, and I think also one thing that definitely plays into my understanding of how people perceive me is that from like a baseline of I'm employed, I have hobbies, mm-hmm. and I don't look absolutely horrific. Though, I mean, <laughs> our, our visual uh, viewers can let us I know, know if they I'm think sure otherwise. I know in the comments if you disagree. Yeah. Um, one thing that for me really impacts how I rate myself versus how I think other people perceive me uh, is my faith background where mm. coming from like a Christian perspective, I feel pretty good about myself. I feel like I have a grid of knowing that I'm loved and that like regardless of external validation, I as a person have value and mm-hmm. um, I can give myself grace. However, in our modern society and in where we live in LA, you know, it's not it's not super cool to be dating or even necessarily friends with a Christian girl. So yeah. I feel like that brings me back down to like the average versus how I feel, which is great. I feel great. <laughs> I, I like myself. Yeah. I do. I will say, um, I don't know. I always appreciate your Christian, um, the background that it provides. Cause I think oh, that you, you do it very tastefully. It's oh. never aggressive or annoying. So <laughs> that's, yeah, that's the goal. Be an interesting perspective that I can't wait to hear more about. I, I appreciate that Paula. So yeah, I think that that was a great little introduction to our <laughs> podcast. Um, I'm so excited to get our subsequent guests on. Yeah. Um, thanks so much for listening. You guys can follow us on Instagram. You can find me at Paula underscore A M A. And you can find me on Instagram at underscore Joelle, O-L-O-L, J-O-E-L-L-E-O-L-O-L <laughs> on Instagram and TikTok, baby. And I hate can, I hate a TikTok plug, but you know, I've got to do it. You can Instagram. also follow us at the Smoke Show Pod. 
Yeah, you can follow us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, wherever you get your podcasts. And YouTube, where we're posting the video versions of these. Because you can't have a podcast about attractiveness and not show our faces to the world uh, to give context to the conversations we're having. And this was a very general overview of what it'll look like. But we're also excited to get into the nitty gritty of some Mm -hmm. more specific avenues of, um, you know, perception, confidence, and all that good stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Thanks Thanks, for listening. See you in the next one.